Hi, Gauri here. We've collected the best insights from the first 20 Knowledge Base Ninjas episodes into a clear and concise ebook. Simply send a blank email to ninja at bcast.email. That's ninja at bcast.email and it will be sent right back to you. Thank you. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Where Gauri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day everyone. August today is Preeti Shivanu, Principal Technical Writer at OpenText. Welcome Preeti to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Uh thanks Gauri and uh thank you so much for inviting me here. It's um it's my pleasure to be here. Fantastic Preeti. So I have uh, looked a lot on your LinkedIn profile so I've just be uh, I've just introduced a very little about yourself. So please begin to introduce a little bit more about yourself. How did you originally get, uh, get into documentation? Sure, sure. So uh, I'm from Bangalore and um, I pretty much spent uh, most of my uh, uh, years learning uh, and education and everything uh, in Bangalore. So I started uh, my career as a technical writer uh, soon after my engineering. So I joined the industry as um, an intern with uh, i2 technologies and uh, that was the place where uh, i actually uh, you know was introduced to what technical writing is and what are the standards and industry practices and uh, that was that was amazing actually to understand that there is a field like technical writing and uh, you could do a lot of uh, um, things you know uh, and affect the customer experience with the way you write content so that was my start of the technical writing journey and um after that um i think i started working with uh, a startup as a writer so pretty much i was uh, only writer uh, in that company and uh, um kind of um, mood roles um and uh, the churned out content for um, all types of content uh, for pre-sales team uh, for the uh, you know usability uh, kind of heuristics then then coming up with uh, various user documentation training manuals pretty much every kind of content that uh, i have worked so far i think i have worked in that uh, company so that was um, a very enriching experience for me and um, that gave me a kind of uh, feel as to how powerful uh, uh, content can be in the entire uh, product journey of the customer so after that uh, i worked for a couple of uh, other companies um, where um, i did uh, documentation uh, uh, used documentation basically but uh, i think where things started to uh, change for me was uh, when i joined uh, citrix and uh, was introduced to um, xml based uh, authoring tools and uh, 
concepts like content reuse, um, uh, data, data, and uh, this actually helped me, um, you know, uh, think about content from a very different perspective. how content development works and how content is consumed by um, uh, customers so it gave a more of a um, uh, it gave a, a better uh, approach to uh, the vi was perceiving uh, content and um, currently i'm working with uh, open text and um, i do uh, work as a, a tech writer and uh, churn out uh, various types of content and uh, mostly to do with uh, user uh, content so this has been my uh, uh, technical writer journey so far and during this entire journey i have worn various um, um had i've changed roles i've worked in a ux team i've worked as a user researcher and um probably all the uh, kind of uh, places uh, and roles where uh, content plays uh, a role so i have had a uh, opportunity to uh, work in those places fantastic so that's an amazing uh, journey pretty so how long are we talking this the whole uh, thing how many years in the sense have you been <laughs> i think um, about uh, 14 plus years of um, content writing experience wow. and uh, uh, i think 3 uh, to 4 years of uh, documentation uh, management um, team management and uh, uh, people management kind of experience super so we will try to condense your 18 plus years of experience in this minute, uh, 20 minutes so okay uh, in terms of documentation process uh, what is that you follow in uh, open text and um, who do you normally get involved uh, in, in terms of teams okay at um, open text um, uh, we have a globally spread out team so uh, each site um has different set of um, uh, products that we work on so here in india we have uh, uh, hyderabad uh, based uh, writers and uh, in uh, bangalore so at bangalore we have about uh, 10 writers in the team and uh, pretty much each of uh, the writer owns um, uh, one product one or two products and uh, they're responsible for um, complete uh, ownership um, starting from scoping their effort content strategy and you know uh, project planning for that and uh, entire uh, maintenance of uh, that product and uh, during the um, uh, entire course uh, i think we interact with uh, various uh, cross functional teams so the product manager uh, the program manager the dev team the qa team and uh, uh, ux uh, uh, folks so um, interacting with various um, uh, stakeholders uh, trying to get inputs uh, right from the uh, stage where uh, the product uh, uh, features are being discussed so uh, we follow agile uh, process here so it's a two week uh, sprint that uh, we follow so during uh, the two week sprint uh, we start off uh, you know uh, taking up the uh, pieces that um, um, the dev team has already started some user stories and uh, they have started developing so we tr- uh, try to see if 
there are uh, any doc impacts for the features that uh, they are working on a particular uh, sprint in that particular sprint and then uh, analyze and do the content strategy for that where we kind of uh, interact with the pm and um, our uh, manager and peer and see as to what kind of content uh, would be best so if it's a straightforward uh, um, Uh, user content i think um, that wouldn't take much of uh, interaction but then uh, let's say for uh, example uh, we know that uh, we could churn out um, uh, videos for uh, certain features or uh, we could churn out some um, you know uh, blogs or articles which would be um, something apart from what we would be uh, doing uh, documenting in uh, user guide then uh, we use this stage uh, where uh, the developers are uh, discussing uh, uh, about the features to plan our strategy for that feature so it, it's a very uh, kind of um, um process where uh, um, for each of uh, the features we go through this then we come up with the um, the write up and it goes through all the review cycles um, the technical review for accuracy then the peer review and the various checks based on the checklists and all and we have that piece ready uh, so that it can be plugged in uh, pro- probably at the end of the uh, entire release cycle and uh, try to you know churn out the uh, documents well in advance and uh, come up with good quality documentation so this is pretty much what we follow here Mm-hmm. Super. So, in this long process, what are the important factors you consider when creating documentation? I think the most uh, important um, uh, thing um, uh, we focus on is uh, when a particular uh, feature uh, is being developed. How would a user perceive that? like um, what what kind of content should be uh, presented to him to make it uh, easier for him to uh, you know digest the con- uh, feature and then uh, have a good experience for that uh, particular uh, feature that is developed so a lot of thought goes into that and in the planning uh, as to uh, what is the best Uh, time to pick it up uh, so that all the uh, reviews and uh, the content uh, uh, quality is high so i think that would be something we focus on uh, for all the features that we write fantastic uh, so uh, can you share some examples from your work on different content forms yeah i think um, if i have to um maybe uh, go back from all the uh, 10 to 10 plus years that i have been working so uh, i have worked on uh, uh, videos and then uh, we have turned out um, um, many faqs probably uh, uh, you know even uh, links within the doc- uh, documents uh, which take you to a different uh, uh, blog or an article so and uh, apart from that i think one of uh, one of the previous companies where i worked we were working for uh, oil and gas uh, uh, company and uh, we wanted uh, uh, we were getting a lot of uh, customer calls for uh, one particular uh, 
uh, option that was uh, mostly wrongly selected by the users. So when we ideated on that, we saw, uh, we observed how they would uh, approach that and uh, probably putting a text on uh, the UI where you're warning the user that selecting this is going to, you know, enable or disable this feature. So uh, putting the content right where it is useful. So these are the different things uh, that uh, types of uh, contents that uh, we have churned out and um, with um, various companies that I have worked. Mm -hmm. Super. Mm -hmm. So uh, as an extension to that, uh, can you share mm -hmm. any tips for listeners um, that may mm -hmm. design a chatbot experience for their users? Yeah, um, now uh, I think um, having um, just a, a visual interface is uh, um, going kind of uh, out of date and we are now entering into a um, space where uh, we are trying to have a conversational uh, UI kind of a concept. So this, um, you know, uh, either can be a voice-assisted um, assistance that we have or the kind of uh, chatbots which are uh, human assisted uh, chatbots that we generally see so uh, if if um, having any of these your product supports uh, having any of these um, it, it would be a great way of uh, having um, uh, content experience for the user. So um, if you want me to talk a little bit about uh, uh, chatbots, um, I would say um, chatbots are something um, uh, that would help the user, you know, interact with your interface and uh, get what he actually, the response that he requires in a conversational style. So this is picking up uh, traction now. And um, um, based on um, uh, what we, I have worked uh, so far, I think um, there are two types, uh, categories that uh, uh, we can uh, categorize this uh, chatbots into. So one would be very specific um, um, set of rules that are defined and uh, which respond to certain specific commands. And uh, uh, like say a user is um, uh, kind of asking about a particular uh, feature, um, like what, how would you um, say configure this particular feature? So this is very well defined uh, uh, kind of a question that the user is asking. And uh, uh, the chatbot, uh, would help you, you know, map the question to a particular response that is already predefined. So the, there are frameworks which help you do this. So uh, that would uh, put your uh, user experience to the next level where the user uh, kind of uh, gets the information where exactly he wants it and the time where he needs that information. So the other type of um, uh, chatbot that I was uh, um, telling is about uh, um, something which is coupled with uh, AI. So they are they are usually called the AI uh, uh, powered chatbots, and uh, these kind of are uh, self learning, so machine learning uh, bots, which is like uh, uh, over the period of time uh, um, they see what the uh, user 
magazines are learned from that and the next time the responses uh, that are given are much better so in documentation i think uh, what could be um, used uh, to a very large extent is uh, we could use the, the in uh, chatbots which have uh, entities defined and intents defined so let me get a little into um, um, the basic model of a bot mm-hmm. where um, I, I would say if there is a framework, usually any of the frameworks that are available work on um, um, entities, intents, and uh, responses. So entities is something that the user is talking about. Like let's say a user wants to, um, you know, has uh, has a question like, show me what is there in um, uh, yesterday's um, financial news. so that would be yesterday's financial news would be your entity and uh, the intent would be show me the news so uh, as a this one you could define a, a response to this uh, by uh, you know predefined responses uh, can be defined and can be picked from the repository uh, based on what is the intent and the context so if i have to give you a um, um, example uh, very specific to documentation let's say uh, we have a chatbot defined uh, i mean um, for your product uh, and i'm a user and uh, i am uh, wanting to see certain uh, system requirements that i need to define and uh, uh, i don't know where uh, exactly i have this in the user guide which is um, uh, already install guide or user guide where it is bundled and i can go and search so this i, I could just uh, uh, let's say if it is uh, something a type enabled uh, bot i would just say uh, give me the system requirements needed at this point so the intent that i would have defined in my chat uh, bot framework would be system requirements probably when uh, the bot picks up system requirements i have already defined uh, entities uh, saying install guide and user guide so the mapping is done between the two and uh, as a response let's say um, user gets um, a response saying here you are so this is the installation guide and uh, this is where exactly you can go and find the information on that so what you are basically doing is you the content that you already have uh, in your html uh, uh, from your repository in your html help and so that can be tagged or probably the videos that uh, you have created for your product that can be used as a um, link to direct your user to that uh, place so this increases your uh, um, a content experience for your user Uh-huh. super um so so with all these uh, new technology and um, um innovations mm-hmm. have you seen any kind of reduction in workload since introducing these uh, different information experiences um well i would say um we are uh, if we are reusing the content uh, that we have already developed so um, we are not uh, reinventing the wheel here 
right? So we are trying to reuse whatever uh, content that we have developed. There may be some tweaks that we would be doing, but then um, uh, that would uh, increase the experience by many folds, you know, the information experience by many folds. So uh, I would say uh, the most important thing um, for a, a information uh, experience for the product journey to be um, uh, more uh, user-friendly. So that point would um, be addressed with the minimal work. Okay. So does that answer uh, what you were looking for? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind okay. of. Do you do you measure that uh, reduction in workload? Like, uh, uh, I mean, I know this is one question that uh, a lot of my uh, guests answer mm -hmm. differently. Like most of them, they say, okay, when the reduction and the customer support. Um, yes, I uh, think. Yes, I was heading to the same thing. Probably we wouldn't uh, want to, uh, the metrics that you use for measurement would uh, rather be uh, um, customer uh, experience and then um, probably the reduction in uh, support calls um, and the feel-good factor uh, about your product rather than uh, just measuring the uh, number of hours that uh, uh, or the effort that uh, uh, writing team or uh, the product uh, management team would put in. Yeah, true. Uh, so the documentation with uh, open text, is it an uh, internal documentation or is it, sorry, something that's available uh, externally? No, that's um, uh, all the uh, open text uh, documentation is uh, access based. So uh, mostly I, I wouldn't uh, uh, call that as um, um, customer uh, facing per se, like uh, something that would show up uh, uh, on uh, search engines and uh, such. But uh, if you have access to the product, then um, you have a, a large repository of uh, documentation that you can use. Fantastic. So the, you're not generating any uh, organic search traffic through your documentation or knowledge base? Um, I doubt if we are doing that, but then um, we still, um, for the internal uh, uh, customers, I mean, um, the customers who have access, yes, we do uh, ensure that we can have some statistics there and um, we can some analytics there because um, most of the content uh, we churn out, uh, we do have uh, metadata defined and then uh, the tags and all. So using that, we could uh, uh, come up with uh, various analytics. Super, super. Uh, so I think uh, Preeti, with that, uh, we've done with the first half of our um, uh, conversation. Anything sure. you'd like to add before we move on to the rapid fire round? Um, well, I think uh, what I would uh, uh, say is uh, um, as a writer, uh, we have lot of um, uh, roles that uh, you know we can play and uh, we can engage with uh, various uh, teams um, in uh, probably doing a lot of uh, usability testing and then you know trying to uh, see because we are uh, end, uh, end user advocates so uh, we should uh, leverage that strength and uh, uh, help build uh, you know better product uh, experience super super so let me know a little bit more about yourself so who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career 
Um, I think um, I would say I've learned from, uh, I've been lucky to have uh, a couple of mentors uh, throughout my journey. And uh, one of them is my first manager uh, at I2. I think uh, uh, she was the in, uh, person instrumental in uh, um, making me uh, kind of uh, uh, very passionate about uh, content and, uh, you know, how it is uh, developed um, how it is consumed and being aware of uh, the various processes that, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, we follow and um, what helps uh, make a very good, uh, uh, you know, uh, writer. So it's, uh, uh, my manager was uh, Sai Kavita. So she, uh, she, I think, mentored me in the first uh, level and I still kind of uh, carry everything that uh, she's taught over the years. Apart from that, I've been lucky to have... <laughs> Sorry? Uh, I said thank you to Sai Kavita. <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, apart from that, uh, during my um, um, five plus years uh, working with the uh, startup that I worked and uh, the leadership team there, uh, I think I see them as uh, somebody who uh, always uh, pushed me uh, out of my comfort zone and uh, learn uh, more things uh, than I actually would have uh, settled for. So that attitude uh, of uh, uh, customer uh, uh, centric uh, kind of approach where, uh, you know, I'm uh, always thinking about uh, product experience and uh, how, uh, you know, as a writer, I can uh, make sure that the experience is better. So I have had a couple of uh, uh, mentors in that uh, uh, office too. So I'm thankful to them too. Fantastic. Fantastic. So in terms of documentation related resource, um, can you share um, few titans sort of uh, resources that you have recently consumed? I think um, I pretty much uh, uh, read all the blogs that uh, show up and uh, um, one of my uh, couple of them, which I uh, uh, kind of don't miss are uh, boxes and arrows. So they have uh, very good uh, uh, write-ups on uh, content strategy and uh, uh, other related uh, uh, topics. Uh, and they kind of provide you uh, the uh, uh, where you can think about uh, various uh, different aspects. So that's one thing I follow regularly. And um, of course, uh, for UX and uh, usability-related um, uh, content I see uh, Neil and Norman uh, group so that's been something uh, I've been following for some time now. Fantastic so I think uh, we are almost there uh, bear with me for a couple more minutes um, so what is that <laughs> yeah. one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20 year old self? Well if uh, you need to, you know, uh, not just uh, in writing, uh, in whatever aspect, uh, you need to learn to um, engage um, uh, other people and, uh, you know, carry them along with your journey and then, you know, help, uh, uh, you know, them, you know, so that you are successful. Uh, 
So uh, what I would say is uh, various teams that you interact with, the various people that you interact with, always be on a lookout for uh, uh, how you can uh, contribute to uh, what they are doing. And uh, in turn, uh, they will uh, ensure that, uh, you know, you are uh, kind of helped in whatever you are doing. So um, to give you an example, probably if you just, uh, uh, you know, go to a, uh, QA person who is testing or probably a developer, uh, you just walk and then, you know, like uh, you want something to do with the uh, inputs for your features. So you just walk to him and um, casually try to see what he's doing. And then probably if you know that you can um, probably add a text there or uh, edit it right there saying, uh, uh, well, I think this would make better. So you're uh, engaging with him and, uh, you know, helping him with what he's doing. And in turn, when you go back to him and say that uh, today I need to get these inputs, definitely you will be helped. So that uh, people engagement is what uh, takes you uh, to the kind of, uh, uh, you know, successful uh, journey uh, as a writer. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I think uh, with that, we are uh, done with this uh, podcast um, experience. So um, any anything else to just add as a last point to our um, listeners? Oh, well, I think uh, I'm very uh, happy to share this uh, platform. Uh, and, you know, thanks to you guys uh, who are passionately, uh, you know, uh, giving this platform for various people. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, many of uh, um, writers, young writers who are uh, aspiring writers uh, would definitely uh, benefit from the kind of work you guys are doing and uh, also helps uh, uh, writers learn, like me, learn a lot from uh, other people sharing their journeys so that's a wonderful uh, initiative thank you thank, thank you, you so much guests as well uh, once again and uh, to you Preeti for sharing your 18 plus years of experience in this uh, short uh, short period of time but thanks, thanks and continue to what do continue to do what you're doing right now and uh, once again stay safe and enjoy the rest of the weekend thank you thank you Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.